Hey everyone, Seven Land Productions has recently partnered with Voyage Media to produce a new anthology show called Fever Dreams, a pulp collection. This podcast features one-off episodes spanning a multitude of genres, including sci-fi, horror, thriller, and really anything pulpy. So make sure to check it out by going to feverdreams.com or search for Fever Dreams wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, stay tuned after the credits for a sneak peek of one of the episodes. Thanks. I walked into the corner coffee shop and spotted her instantly, in the back, on her phone. I was about ten steps from the table when she noticed me. We locked eyes. Hey. Hi. It's uh, hot out there today. I peeled my shirt from my sweaty neck. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I know. I picked this seat on purpose. It's right under the air vent. Good choice. We picked a mutual location. She didn't want to meet at the house, and I didn't want to go to her parents. You gonna get something? There's a long line right now. I'll wait. Okay. It's nice seeing you again. In person. You too. I've missed you. I know. Her eyes moved from me down to her coffee. We sat in an awkward silence a moment. It felt so weird. But I was happy we were doing this. It had been a while since we talked, and even longer since we had seen each other in person. I missed her so damn much. I... miss you too, Val. You do? She nodded, then took a sip of her coffee. Uh, will you... Will you come back? I don't... I don't know, Val. I fought back tears as I bit my bottom lip. Okay, um... But maybe... I know she saw that glimmer of hope in my eyes. I've, uh, been thinking about it. Yeah? Yeah. And that was all I needed. To know she still cared. Seven Lamb Productions presents The Stone House Episode 18 Here, here, uh, take this Delilah took off her overshirt and wrapped it around me You're shaking. I've been cold for a long time. How did this happen? They attacked me in the house. They they knocked me out. When I woke up in the woods, that that little scrawny... Little scrawny fucker, he tied me to a rock and tossed me down into a cave. Oh, God. Is that why your leg is broken? No. That happened when I tried climbing out. Fucking assholes. Gavin told me you fell off a cliff after getting drunk. (laughs) Did he now? He's lied about everything, Val. You were right about him. He's a fucked up individual. He hurt Noah. Before we got here, he cut his tongue. He tried to do the same to me, but I remind him of his wife, so I guess that's why he let me go. Although he threatened Noah, 
I planned to run and try to find help, but he threatened him. There is no help. There's nothing on this island but that damn stone house and the lighthouse. I checked the lighthouse when I went looking for you. <coughs> you went looking for me? Of course. For some reason, that came as a shock. The image of her sitting with Gavin and Noah eating a warm supper kept popping up in my head. But I think that's where that scrawny guy lives. I only saw him for the first time last night. Oh, that's where he came from. He's a weird little creepy fuck. Does what Gavin asks. I know. I saw them talking last night. They didn't see me, but I saw them. Gavin yelled at him. He thought he went into the barn and stole some eggs. She looked over to the mound of shells by my feet. <laughs> but he didn't, did he? Yeah. That how you found me? No, he mentioned blue paint. I remembered the paintings in this cave. I remembered you also mentioning seeing blue paint on the ship. Hell of a hunch. I figured it was worth trying. I knew that guy could be lying, and he could have really been the thief, but I had to see for myself. Plus, there was... But she stopped herself. There was what? Uh, nothing. I just... I had a feeling and it paid off. Now we have to get you help, get you food. I'm starving. The eggs didn't stay down and I've been too weak to move. Okay. I can't bring you back to the house. Who knows what Gavin will do? I'll tell you what he'll do. He'll kill me. Then I'll go back and get blankets and food and you just stay here. No. What? I can't. I can't. Why? You may have found me here, but you were lucky not to run into that little fucker. He was here too, painting the walls. This is his artwork. He could come back at any time. It was crazy. Moments ago, I was ready to give in to death. But now, after being reunited with Delilah, I was reinvigorated. I couldn't stay here. Shit. Well, where can we go? That man lives in the lighthouse. You can't stay in the barn. Th that's too close. The boathouse? The dock? Yeah. No, well, that's no good. Gavin's going there tomorrow. Apparently he has some supplies down there. Okay, uh... I looked up at the artwork. The blue paint. The ship. But you said there was blue paint in there. What if that crazy guy goes to get more? There were several rooms. I... I can stay in one of the empty ones. The, the only problem is getting in there. I can't climb right now. That's why I stayed here. I can help you. We'll move you now, then I'll go get food and blankets. Okay. But we still need to find a way off of this fucking rock. One thing at a time, Val. One thing at a time. clear night. The moon shone brightly in the sky, allowing for a clear view of the beach and ship before us. The ship was larger than I remembered. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. We can move slower. 
No, I'm fine. Val was leaning on me with his full weight, but I couldn't blame him. He was weak, tired, injured, and starved. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it up. My leg is in a lot of pain right now. You don't think I can pull you up? We can try, but I won't be much help. Was there rope on the ship? I don't remember seeing any. There were a lot of rooms. We were standing before the ship. Val was right. This wouldn't be easy. Maybe there's another way around. Hold on. Hold on. I have to catch my breath. Okay. Here. Rest here. I lowered Val to the sand, just behind a grouping of rocks. Hopefully it blocked the wind. Val was shivering under my overshirt. Who could blame him? I was cold too, but luckily my adrenaline kept me going. Where are you going? To take a look around. I want to see if there's another way in. Oh, how times have changed. Now it was me looking to explore the ship while Val waited. Sadly, this was way worse than when we first arrived. But I needed to get Val into a safe spot, and quickly. I still had to head back to the house to get him food, water, and blankets. What the? There was a giant hole in the left side of the ship. The rusted metal was twisted, exposing the interior beams and mesh. The water was freezing, and I had to go in waist deep. But I pushed through the waves and made my way to the opening. I peered into the hole. Would this lead to the upper decks? I had to find out. Delilah had been gone a long time. I hoped she was okay. Herval, come on. You're the crumpled mess. Jesus! She jumped down right next to me. Val, I found a way inside. Up there? No, through the side. Come on. She helped me up off the cold sand. Uh, 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 Wait, 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 wait. You okay? My leg... Uh, uh. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm okay. Let's go. Okay. Wait. What? Uh, I don't want to go in the water. Val, we have to. I can't lift you and you can't climb, right? Yeah. Then we have to go this way. Okay. I know you're cold. 
I'll take care of you once we find a good spot. I just nodded and let Delilah lead. I know, and we have to go a bit further. Okay. We were now up to our waist. I saw the hole in the side. You're there? Yeah. Are you sure? Positive. We walked into the interior to see twisted metal, rusted girders, and bent pipes. Be careful. You might have to step over some stuff, but I got you. Okay. Okay. See over there? That's where we have to go. But all she did was point towards a darkened corner. I had no idea what was back there. On closer approach, I saw the collapsed metal grating. It was slanted enough for us to walk on. It's not too bad. It's a big first step, but then it's a cakewalk. Good. That's about the only kind of walk I can do now. I figured. I got you. Almost. There you go. Hold on to that pipe. Is it sturdy? I used it. I grabbed the pipe and leaned heavily onto Delilah as I stepped up onto the metal grating. Slowly we emerged from the icy water. Good job. Now this way. We ducked under a rusted steel beam and some floor plates until we were in the main part of the ship. See? Not too bad, right? Could have been worse. Let's find a suitable spot. We climbed up some metal stairs slowly until we found ourselves in some cargo area. The room had a few rusted holes in the side which allowed the moonlight to guide us. In the back were crates, empty buckets, busted pipes, and other random debris. We should really see if we can find something for you to lay on. Actually, Dee, I think I have to stop. Are you okay? I'm just really tired. Okay, why don't you rest here? I'll scour the ship and see if I can find anything. There probably won't be much. Just rest, Val. I'll take care of everything. Okay. We went to the far end by one of the crates. It was dry over here. She lowered me to the floor and let my head rest against the crate. Just relax, Val. I'll be back, okay? Okay, Dee. Take your time. She kissed my forehead and rubbed my cheek. I'll be right back. But I felt so weak now that all I could do was nod. She smiled weakly, kissed me one more time, and then jogged off, out of the room.
I ran all the way back to the house after scouring the ship. All I could find were some old, dusty covers that were probably used to cover machinery, but they had mildew on them, so I decided against that idea. Which was fine, because I was back at the house now. As I was about to open a cupboard, I noticed a knife sitting on top of the rest of the dishes in the sink. I grabbed it and looked towards Gavin's room. He was snoring. He was fast asleep. I felt anger rising in me. For what he did to Val, that fucking monster! I could go in there, into his room, right now. And I could... I could run this knife through his throat. He would wake up to his own death. And then me, and Val, and Noah would be safe. I stopped in front of his room, my hand hovering over the doorknob. But would we really be safe? That other guy would still be roaming around in the lighthouse, in the woods, in the cave. And who knew if there were any more surprises on this island? But I felt my anger consuming me. Flashes of Val laying there in the dark, broken and beaten and dying. Screw it. I grabbed the doorknob and turned, but the door didn't budge. It was locked? Shit. I startled as something moved to my right, but it was Noah, standing there in the doorway of his room. I went to him and kneeled, grabbing his shoulder. Noah, what are you doing up? He just shrugged, then rubbed his eyes with tiny fists. You need to go back to bed, honey. But his eyes fixated on the knife in my left hand. I slowly slid it behind my back. Go to bed, honey, okay? It's late. It's okay. Everything's okay. Now go back to sleep. He nodded slowly. I shuffled him back over to his bed. He climbed in under the covers, his face obscured by shadow. Get some rest. And I just want you to know I'm still working on getting us out of here. Okay? I couldn't see his face, but his head moved, nodding. Good night. Right as I was shutting the door, I realized something. It was extra quiet. Gavin snoring. It had stopped. Shit. Gavin's door opened and he stepped out into the darkness of the hallway, rubbing his face. Oh dear. Thought I heard movement. What are you doing up? I quickly slid the knife into my waistband. Oh, I, uh, I, I, uh, I saw Noah. He was awake for some reason, so I was just putting him back to bed. Aye. He does that sometimes. It'll be a nightmare. Yeah. You're a good mother, dear. Very good. Thanks. You okay? I'm fine. You wearing jeans? You wear jeans to bed? I, uh... I was cold. Don't you have any pajamas in your closet? I could swear we put some in there. Yes, well... The jeans are just a tad warmer. Oh. You're a funny girl, Nadia. Very funny indeed. I was surprised he didn't say anything about me wearing shoes, but it was dark and he still looked half asleep. I realized I was in trouble if he got closer. 
I was able to stealthily fluff my shirt over the knife handle, but now I realized that not only was I wearing jeans, but they were damp from the ocean. Same with my shoes and socks. Hopefully I didn't track water inside. Do you need more blankets, dear? I can scrounge some up for you. There's some right here in the closet. I didn't need blankets, but Val did. Yes, if you have another one. Aye. The closet was just across from Gavin's room. Let's see. Here we are. He pulled out two and stacked them on one another before handing them to me. I uh, hope these are okay. This one's the one poor Val used before. You know. Yes, I know. The anger rose up again, making me want to pull the knife right now. But I pushed the anger aside, knowing that if I didn't land a good hit and Gavin lived through it, like the plate, he would do much worse to me and Noah. And if I was hurt, what would happen to Val? He needed me. Keep your cool, Delilah. Anything else, dear? No, no, I think I'm fine. Good. He put his hand on my upper back. I instantly tensed up. I'm gonna grab a glass of water and it's back to bed for me. Gotta finish the barn tomorrow. Okay. You sure you don't need anything else, dear? He slowly moved his hand down my back, inching towards the knife handle. I quickly ducked out of his reach and brushed past him. No. No. Thank you. Aye. As I slowly made my way to the room, I looked over my shoulder and watched Gavin get himself a drink. He found the knife under my bed before, so I was worried he may notice one missing from the sink. But he quickly filled his glass, and just as I turned the corner, I saw him make his way back to his room. <sighs> I took a moment to collect myself before putting the blankets on the bed. had to be careful. I'd have to wait for him to go back to sleep. Hopefully Val would be able to hold out a little longer. Also, I'd need to put the knife back for now. No need to raise Gavin's suspicions. With my anxiety as high as it was, there was no worry of me falling asleep. Still, I decided to sit up and wait. Wait for Gavin to go to sleep so I could get back to Val. Delilah was waving to me. I waved back. The sun was hot and the water looked cool, but I couldn't join her. He was there, splashing about. Now she called to me. She waved me over, but I didn't budge. I had a pain in my chest. The sky was becoming darker, the sun no longer bright. The beach was now cool and getting colder. Dee and Hunter were still playing, still having fun. She waved to me again. Val! 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 Uh, 
Wake up, Val. I'm back. I forced my eyelids to part. It took a while for Dee to come into focus, but when she did, I could see her forcing a smile, trying her best to hold back tears. I, uh, I'm back and brought you stuff. A, a lot of stuff. Here. Drink some water. She dunked a small glass into a bucket and brought it to my dry and cracked lips. The water wasn't easy to get. I had to be quiet. His room isn't far from the kitchen, and he almost caught me earlier. I had to wait for him to go back to sleep. That's why it took me so long. I'm so sorry. It's okay, Dee. It's okay. Thank you. I brought food, too. She unraveled a blanket before her. Inside, another blanket which she fluffed out and placed over my legs. I know you're cold. I brought some clothes, too. A, a sweater. One of the ones that was in my closet. Your closet? Yeah, he, uh... He moved some furniture into the spare room. The one I've been using. He's a sick individual. He's been acting like we're a family. Me, him, and Noah. It's... It's... Oh. He's crazy. I think he hurt Noah's family, like you. I thought about the bodies in the pool of water. The bodies I freed and then violated by stripping off their clothes in an effort to escape that death trap of a cave. Noah's family... Noah's family was here with Gavin. They arrived together. That's what Noah said. Well, he didn't say it because Gavin heard him. Well, that's why he doesn't talk. But I still asked him questions and, well, I asked him about his family. Some of the pictures that were hanging in the living room. Remember how they weren't in frames? They weren't Gavin's pictures. Maybe he took them from the boat or from their wallets. Noah's family. Yeah? There were four bodies in the cave, in the pool of water. He tried to drown me there, too. I was tied to a rock and dropped down. I broke free, but I was down there for... I don't know how long. Oh, God. All the other people. Their bodies were bloated and decomposing. They were down there a while. How did you get out? Uh, I, uh... I... Uh, oh, no. Uh, I'm sorry, Val. Eat something. You need to eat something. I'm sorry I didn't bring more, but there isn't much. She opened an unlabeled tin. We're actually running out of food, Val. I mean, there's a garden, but not much grows. And then there's the eggs and the cows, but... That's it. All the other stuff is almost gone. Here. She pulled a spoon from her pocket and scooped the contents from the can. It's hash. The moment it hit my lips, I could feel my stomach tighten, ready to digest whatever I could give it. I swallowed loudly and waited for more. I ate half of the can in seconds, but then Dee pulled back. I think that's enough for now. If you eat too much... You're right. You're right, but I... Can I... Just one more bite. My stomach was churning, but it tasted so good. Better than anything I've ever tasted. Here. I took one more big bite, and then she put the can aside. Uncle. I chewed slowly with the last bite. I also brought you some bread, but it's stale. There's some potatoes, carrots, and some more canned food. But you have to remember to eat slowly. I know. I'm worried he'll know this stuff is missing. 
Like I said, there isn't much left. That's why he has us gardening so much. I think he knows. And with no boat coming, that's all that will be left. He'll have to be self-sustaining. He has you gardening? Well, I've helped. With that and taking care of Noah. He wants to be a family. This is some kind of sick, twisted fantasy. He keeps calling me Nadia, too. Sorry, Dee. This, this is all my fault. No. Stop, Val. Stop. We already said our apologies. I don't care about any of that right now. I just want to get off this island. I just want to go home. Our home. She embraced me, pressing her warm cheek against my cold one. I could feel tears, but I didn't know if they were hers or mine. I want to kill him for what he did to you. No, don't. Why not? Because I'm too weak to do anything. And if something happens to you, that'll be the end of both of us and Noah. Not to mention the other asshole who helped put me in that cave. They're both crazy. So then, Val, what do we do? What do we do? The Stone House Written and edited by Robert M. Lamb Starring Corey Pettit as Delilah Robert M. Lamb as Val Jack Austin as Gavin Co-starring Dennis Caldwell Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit 7lamb.com for more podcasts such as this. This has been a 7 Lamb production. And now for a clip from episode two of Fever Dreams called Murder at Rock Creek. Enjoy. I see a flash of steel. His switchblade. I ducked, struck his arm with my flashlight. He dropped the switchblade. Bitch! Kicked me in the chest, sent me flying. I hit the ground. The flashlight rolled away, sending us back into darkness. All of them. He kicked me in the ribs. Again and again. I could feel the air go out of my chest. Where's the goddamn knife? Thank God he couldn't find it. But he didn't need it. I felt his hands clamp around my neck. Shouldn't have come here, lady. I groped in the dark for something. Anything. 